Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. everybody and welcome to our last episode of season two of the creative exponent so exciting i mean and sad but you know what i mean well we're going into so next week is thanksgiving and then you know it's just off to the races with the holiday season so we're we're just gonna we're using some wisdom and just saying we're we're not gonna try to keep one more thing going. We're gonna yeah, yeah. take a little yeah. a little pause. It's a good time for a break. It is. So we're gonna take a break and then we'll come back in January with season three and we're already getting some guests lined up for that. And yeah. um, we're both really excited. So we'll be back in January. But to send you off, um, say goodbye to 2020 uh, from the Creative Exponent podcast, <laughs> we're going to talk about which who is ready to say goodbye to 2020? I think I know, <laughs> just about but everybody. I saw this meme the other day that was like, but you don't know what 2021's got. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But you know what it doesn't have is it doesn't have an election. Let's That's hope. true. That's true. <laughs> and, Valid. Uh, you know, hopefully we're, we'll be getting past all this pandemic yeah. stuff and yeah. Uh, but you're right. You never know what's going to come up. But 2020 <laughs> has been, um, just a, just a tough one to navigate. But so we're going to talk today about sharing what you create versus creating something to share. And man, Mm. this is so important in this day and age because there are so many people out there who are trying to create this share worthy, blog worthy, Instagram worthy life. And yeah, and not share. And I think collectively we're kind of feeling that. Don't yeah. you feel like that? Like there's kind of this pretense being shoved at us all the time. And yeah. and I don't, I think people have good intentions with it. They, they want to share content that's going to do well and be successful. But I think there's this kind of negative byproduct of it uh, on both sides from the creator yeah. and the people who are, um, the readers and the followers and all of that, which I think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you're a creator, you usually fall in that, the follower camp as well. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah. it's one of those, um, there we go with, um, we just talked about the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we just are, you know, when we started our blogs, it really, cause we talked about that on the um, episode we just recorded that, you know, video and all the stuff it was just not it there were there were the expectations around it were that you were just a person who you know was recording a video on how to paint a piece of furniture you know you were not supposed to be um you know a, a youtube personality or you know a professional videographer or have you know Um, someone professionally editing your stuff. So there was just a totally different, you know, a different mindset. Um, I think when all of, I don't know, back when we started blogging and it was like design sponge and apartment therapy, you know, (laughs) it was like, that was it, you know? And it was this very organic, 
or it seemed that way. Maybe that's just the glasses of nostalgia. I don't think so, but it seemed that way. It seemed like you were, everyone was just really talking about what they did and, you know, getting a blog spot address was like a fun, you know, thing to try and maybe you could turn it into a, you know, career eventually. Um, and you were just sharing the, the things that you were good at or that you had experience in or, you know, he had information to offer and, you know, it's not that way now. I mean, it's, you know, people, when they begin any kind of, uh, you know, online business, they're, you know, there's a pressure to, for it to be very, very, uh, professional, very polished, very put together. And then there's also this pressure that comes along with it. And I think, yeah, I think that we're, and maybe it's because we do, you know, mentoring and coaching. And so we're hearing other business owners talk about it, other, and then of course your own, you know, your own audiences. People are just kind of over it. They don't want to be sold something every five seconds. They really just don't. I mean, you know, it's a weird. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I kind of, as someone who's, writing a blog regularly and sharing on Instagram and I do work with sponsors. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of struggle with that. Like, am, yeah. am I a part of the problem sometimes? <laughs> like just, yeah. you that know, am I, or even, even in a post where I'm not like, it's not a sponsored post, I'm not selling anything, but I realize well, I'm linking to all these products still because people are asking me where yeah. I got stuff. So I'm, linking to all this stuff and just still feeling like, oh, man, I don't want to, I don't want people to leave my blog feeling like, yeah, man, I feel like every time I read the blog, I have to buy something new. And I, I don't want people to feel yeah. like that at all. Like I, no. I want it to be an encouragement and an inspiration of, apart from that. And I'm finding I have to be more intentional about that, about making it a yeah. post that is not selling anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, it's even if it's just like a soft sell or something, but I think, um, it's so important to do what you're doing and then yeah. to share that instead of, cause I feel like, man, I feel like you're seeing a lot of homes that are designed for Instagram yeah. and a lot of, a lot of work that's created. That's just, you know, yeah, and you know the problem. You know, I'm like, yes, that are being turned into Instagram opportunities. Yeah, you know? and I think that, and you know, of course, we're stepping into a world that I feel pretty passionate about. So I'll try to keep it controlled. Um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, though. I think part of the the problem with that is that. That is really all fine, well, and good if you luck out and you you happen to land on a big audience. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that everyone that gets a large audience happens upon it. I know there's hard work that, that goes into it. You know, I've I've been there, but I also do know that some, there is some luck to it, some magic, some, you know, just algorithm magic, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it. And so it's, it works out just fine if you kind of stumble into that part. But what happens when, you're creating to share, you know, you're creating your work just for the sake of sharing and the focus is the sharing and it doesn't go so well or you can't grow fast enough or you can't make money fast enough. It's such a, um, man, it's such a depressing 
it is such a depressing cycle, you know, and, and it's really discouraging, especially if you've just started your business. So, I mean, I think we would both say that when you, when you're creating already and you then are sharing that you are, that's the right frame of mind because it, it puts the focus, you know, around the creating. I'm, that's what I do. That's the work I do, you know, and then social media, the blog, the this, the that, what, you know, the newsletter, all those are tools to share what you do. They're yeah. not, you know, the end all be all. I think even yeah. if you're an influencer, that's a great, that's a great way to, it, to think about it. You know, what the content is actually your creative work, you know, what are you, what are you sharing? What are you creating? What are you, you know, we'll get to this in a minute, but building, you know, outside of the tool of social media, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a big deal. Well, it keeps you focused on the work itself instead of on like the content that you're going to be sharing. Yeah. You're just focusing on what you're working on. And I think then there's just more authenticity that comes out of that. Um, there's also more I peace, it, you know, for yourself. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. And I find when I'm doing what I do and thinking about then sharing it with people, it it gives me a, a fresh perspective on what I'm working on because yeah. I do stop and photograph it. I want to find like where's the beauty in mm-hmm. these materials that I'm working with? Like both yeah. of us love photographing paint yeah. and that came out of painting. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. came out of Doing. looking at our work surfaces yeah. and just seeing the beauty of paint. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a, um, I think it, because when you said that keeping the focus on the work itself, you know, how to make it more beautiful, how to market it really well, how to, tell story around it, then you can focus on all that, like the deeper stuff, the, Mm -hmm. you know, why you love it, um, what, what you love about it, because that's the magic part, no matter the size of your audience, that's the magic is when you are sharing in that way, then you're connecting with other people who connect with what you, what you share, how you share it. Uh, I think it, it really does shift the focus into the place it needs to be. And I personally think it preserves energy. I think it's such an energy drain. And maybe I feel so sensitive to it because of coaching um, and, and hearing so many clients talk about feeling like it's not enough all the time, mm-hmm. you know, yep. that I feel so, I don't know, my awareness around that's really heightened. And I just think it steals so much joy uh, to, yeah, we, to create I'd in that say- way. We talk about social media in some form or another more than almost anything else because yeah, it's we such really do. a even topics that aren't about that seem to come yeah. back to it because yeah. it just is such a prominent fixture in our lives right. right now. And especially when you're creating and sharing and promoting or using it to promote and market your business. It just yeah. you know, or or just using it as a way to share your creative outlet. It mm-hmm. it can become it can be a wonderful place, but it can also become this kind of yeah, really, it can become a emotionally draining, negative, unhealthy place to spend mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And 
I, I think when you're creating and just sharing what you create, then it's, like I said, it's coming out of a more authentic place yeah. and it allows you to dictate your own path. Yep. I think when you're, when you're creating to share stuff, that's the, that's the end goal is to share. Then the question always is, what is everybody going to like? What are they going to yep. respond to? As opposed to what's going to bring me joy? What's fulfilling yeah. to me? Am I proud what, of this work? Yeah. What yeah. is, what naturally wants to come out of me? And I think that you have a lot of people out there who are just creating what they think other people want yeah. and they're not creating what's genuinely inside themselves. Yeah. And I think that that's such a sad yeah. thing to have happen where, where yeah. you're not creating what is actually going to bring you joy. Yeah. It's all about what's everybody else going to like. And I think that's yeah. what's kind of led to some of this sense of sameness that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about that with Michael. We talked about yeah. that with actually several of our guests because yeah. it's just, like I said, social it's media is such a, yeah, such a prominent thing. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's the thing. If you're, if you're focusing on creating to share, I, you know, and I wrote this down in our notes and I really feel this way. I feel like you might not. Now, I'm not going to say unequivocally you're not because that's not really for me to say. I think it's worth evaluating. Are you ever really building something, you know, or are you just kind of chasing the next rabbit, you know, or are you just chasing the, the trend or what's popular or what, you know, gets the most engagement or, you know, um, are you, are you really building something for you first? And then, you know, then the other people who are, uh, you know, along that ride, I think it's a question that we all, it's worth asking ourselves. Cause I think so many of us, and like I said, maybe that's just from, from coaching. Um, especially I feel like I see it in, uh, you know, that, that world where it's, you know, either a mm. blogger or an influencer or somebody who really is just trying to build a present, more of an online presence, you know, so it's just, and I, you know, we talk about this all the time. I've, after taking a lot of time off and then having to come back and be more, you know, involved with, with all <laughs> those tools, it's, it's eye opening. Cause it's like, man, this thing really does there's a reason it was enjoyable to just be off of it. <laughs> there's a reason. And then there's a reason why it can be used for a lot of good, you know? So I just think it's about yes. kind of searching for that balance within yourself so that you're, you're really building something you love and you're inviting other people to come be a part of that, you know? And yeah, I, that's I think that's powerful. a great, I think that's a great filter to run everything through. Would I be doing this yeah. if nobody else was seeing it? Yeah. Would I be doing this if I wasn't sharing it? Yeah. That is a good one. That is a good filter. I think it's your, because here's the thing. The other thing we don't talk about is this, or we don't think about, is that when your focus is on, let me create so that I can share this popular thing, 
Now, again, sometimes you luck out, you know, sometimes that works out, but sometimes it doesn't. And if you're in the doesn't camp, (laughs) then your wheels are spinning, trying to attain this popularity instead of how do I become a better craftsman? You know, how do I become... Mm. Uh, more efficient? How do I become a better business person? How do I make more income? What can I, you know, what can I learn? How can I grow? Your focus is really in the wrong places for growth. You know, you're so, you know, we just get so fixated and it's easy. I mean, that's not a judgment. It's just, it's an easy thing to do. So it's, you can't be focused on like what gets, yes, it can be a part of it. But again, I think we, we have to view it as a tool and, and how is the tool performing for our business right now? You know, how's the, yeah. the engagement performing right now, instead of like, we use it as this flag for, you know, you're good or you're not, or you're whatever talented or you're not, that's baloney. <laughs> Well, and the way that tool is really valuable, and we've talked about this with a lot of our mentoring and coaching clients, is that it's it's with it's marketing. It's yeah, it's free marketing, and so to be able to have that audience to market yourself to, even an audience of let's say five hundred people, like that's that can be enough to make a full time income off of, Uh, and so. The, the way that marketing is successful is when it's done impactfully and authentically. And yeah. when you're doing things that don't come out of that authentic place, all of that, then it's just not gonna, it's not gonna resonate as well. It's really interesting to see the things that go viral, like on Pinterest or on Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. or wherever. They're, they're almost... Rarely is it the styled, beautiful, finished yeah. shot. It's almost always something random, funny that happens, yeah. something that's moving, something that um, that's just true. That's yeah. just like, like uh, yeah. just recently I've been seeing, with reels, you're seeing a lot of like fun content yeah. coming out that people are creating on Instagram in a whole new way. And um, I had never followed this lady. I just kind of, found her through the suggestions, I think. And she had made these little reels of someone taking calls at like a call center. Uh, Have you seen these? And it's the, your content is terrible hotline. (laughs) Has like 7 million views on one of them. And the reason why it's done so well, I was trying to show one to Jeff and I'm like, he, he didn't find it funny, but he didn't get it. And I'm like, the reason why this is so funny is it's so true that people will email you about some grammar mistake that you made that bothers them, or people are going to be upset that you don't follow their advice on how you need to decorate your living room. And they're going to email you and tell you that. That's right. So it's, it's funny because it's so true. And yeah. so it's truth is what, you know, it's cause it made you feel something. It made you laugh. It mm-hmm. made you feel sympathetic. It made you, um, you know, it just moved you in some way. Yeah. You found it beautiful. And, and so when you're talking about marketing your own business through social media and using it as that tool then it's it's never it's always going to feel a little off to people if it's stuff that yeah. you're that you're creating just to share. It's always just going to feel yeah. a little off. Like this isn't our real lives. This is 
this is what I do when I'm an influencer. Yeah. And outside of that, that's not what I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, I'm going to give you a good yeah. example. Okay. And this is one that hit me. And then I know we've got to wrap this up, but this is when I knew back in the day of blogging, like that I had stepped into a different, that was different. <laughs> so we had been, I mean, I had a team at that point. So the stores were open. And so of course, my focus with the blog sort of shifted a little bit, you know, already at that point. It was, you know, I was still posting three or four times a week, but, you know, I would have one, I think back then it was one post a week that was one of the, uh, you know, the team members would do, you know, with me or, you know, write a lot of it or, you know, shoot some things. And, and so I didn't create the content, but I approved it. Okay, so it was when, and it's still on the blog somewhere, but, you know, they made, and we all made this, uh, like, two-liter Coke bottle uh, bowling pins, like, made bowling pins out of that, and the kids went down a slip and slide. And, and it look, is that a fun activity for the kids to do? Sure. But, like, are we... <laughs> so the picture, you know, is of the kids. And, and I think when I read it, when I read the final thing, I remember final post thinking... Like, I just would never, on a Tuesday, mm -hmm. paint Coke bottles and tell the kids, let me go lay a tarp down, and and you, we're going to paint the bottles in a color palette that coordinates, <laughs> and then right. you're going to Make sure the tarp is, like, is photo-friendly. Yes. It's just like, no, that's not life. That is a photo shoot. And that's fine. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a photo shoot. It's just, for me, that's sort of a filter. If I, you know, not that I'll never share anything that's just pretty or just a styled shot. That's, you know, of course I enjoy doing that. But um, I think we all have to figure out where that place is for ourselves, you know, so that mm -hmm. we're not living in a way that feels like, because it's not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that if those moments get in the way of you throwing a tarp down in the yard and sitting and laughing with your kids, watching them get wet, that's the problem. You know, that's yeah. the issue. It's not that those moments are bad or wrong or the photo shoots a, an evil thing <laughs> inherently. It's just yep. what is your perception of you know, enjoyment, relaxation. When you see a photo shoot, can you identify that it is one and be okay with the fact that your kiddie pool blow up pool in the backyard doesn't look that way and still have fun, you know? So I don't know. Those are, I think, filters we just all have to kind of, you know, work through for ourselves, figure yeah. out. And there are works. times, you know, I know you've done work for magazines and stuff as yeah. well when you're given it, you know, sure. we're hiring you to do a tablescape for this yeah. and that. And actually I did, I did a ton of Halloween tablescapes and Easter and I did Halloween costumes for kids. I did, a, I've written over yeah. 200 articles for a HGTV. Lot. And so I've done a <laughs> lot of holiday stuff and a lot of it is stuff that really like, I think somebody's going to want to do, but sure. I'm just not someone who does a bunch of, like, I'm not yeah. going to craft a big Halloween costume. I take, we just did the, like, <laughs> the day of, find something that looks like a costume in the house and put it on. Put it we on. We were not, 
not doing these big elaborate things. Yeah. And as much as I like making something, I just don't want to spend a month making a Halloween costume. Yeah. It's just not yeah. n- not what I'm into. But sure. So I don't do that for my blog. I I would I yeah. do that for content that I'm hired for, hired to yeah. do to come up with ideas. But for my blog, I really try to keep it. And I know it's a fine line because you want to say like. Well, who really cares just what I'm up to today? Sure. <laughs> who cares that yeah. I organized the closet in my sewing room, which <laughs> is what I did yesterday. But it, that yeah. is real life. And actually, those posts that I put up that are just, here's what I'm up to, are yeah. are ones where I get some of the best engagement. Because then it's like, oh, that's I was organizing my closet too. Or, yeah. man, that's, you know, it. this is not this perfectly styled shot. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a closet that looks just like mine using yep. just bins and plastic, yeah. you know, containers and stuff like that to make it look good. So, but I think bringing it all in, I think the thing that is most important and that we really want to encourage you guys to do is just to do things, to create, yeah. to, and to do the things that really bring you joy and that are, that give you life yeah. And that are the things that are coming out of your creative soul. They're the things that you have to say. That's so right. What do you want to say? And that then that's what you share, not looking at what everybody else is doing. And it's so easy to do. Sean and I have both done it where we're yeah. looking at what's doing well, yeah. what, and then we create some content around that. Um, but we just want to really encourage you to do that, to just create yeah. for you and then share it with everybody else. That's right. Um, so I hope you can take that into the rest of That's pretty life changing. 2020. Yeah. And into 2021. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it really is. It'll, it'll change the way you create. And I'll tell you what, you'll have so much more joy in the things that you create Yeah, when you're creating and sharing them authentically. And also then... You're sharing. I was just listening to a song this morning, and I'll have to find the name of it and share it. But it was saying like, then you're singing only a melody that you know, in, yeah. in a way that only your voice can sing it. And it's then it's like that's the kind of stuff that yeah. that does it changes you, and that's the kind of stuff yeah. that changes the world. Not trying to regurgitate what everybody else is doing and what what you think is popular. That's right. So. Mm. Man. So we need to remember that too regularly. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So we have one last creative contraption for you in case you need a, you know what we should do, Shauna, is we should, when, with all of our spare time, with all of the time we have between you moving and between (laughs) everything else, uh, we should put a page together with links to all of the creative all contraptions. Of it, yeah. So if somebody, because okay. I hear from a lot of people, put that on like, my list. That's my I'm writing that down. Favorite part. <laughs> so you want to share our last yes. creative contraption? So recently, I picked up the brand is La Pen, uh, and they're they're actually Japanese. But um, anyway, I've, I've I was going to say they must be French. Right. They're not. Not French. <laughs> but anyway, I've used this brand a ton, but they, I guess I'd never come across the Flex line. And it's sort of like, I was showing Marion right before we got on, it looks just like a small, like a fine tip felt um, marker or pen, but it's got a little bit of flex in the brush, but not too much. And so it is a brush pen, but it's Mm -hmm. really 
like I can still write on my really small lined planners and things like that. So, and of course they come in beautiful colors. I have it in a teal and a mustard and, um, man, I don't know. I just love the way they write. It's really rich, mm. but it's not, I don't know. It's for when I just want a little, <laughs> this is when, you know, you have a pen problem when you say, you know, for just when I want to write with a little flair. <laughs> Does the pencil not work just fine that's right beside this? Yes, it does. But anyway, I hope you enjoy them if you check them out. They're, um, I don't know, it's a really, I do love their fine liners and their, you know, just their regular stuff. But I love these flex pens. I really, I got one for Ava and then I got hooked. So I'll have to, I'll have to try them. Although, you know, I'm really funny. I don't like colored ink. Yes. I only like I don't like it a lot. I don't like it a lot. I just, every now and then. Just a little, yeah. I yep. could see a mustard. I would maybe yep. enjoy a mustard ink for mm-hmm. something here and there. But yeah, I like graphite and black ink. Don't, yeah. Do not hand me a blue ink pen. Oh, no. I don't want don't. Yeah. Any of those I pens use that these, come I in packs. I in my um, sketchbook a lot when I'm wireframing a website yeah. or doing like content planning or something like that. You know, I don't tend to do it in my planner. That's pretty uniform. <laughs> pretty black and white. Yep, I can I can see that. <laughs> yep. Yep. But it is funny. I don't know. I'm like maybe like a a type A creative or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure what what the combination <laughs> is, but super creative, but it's I like tidiness and That's right. some some amount of uniformity. Uniformity. Anyway. Yeah. I'll have to try this because I love a good feeling pen. Like as you talk about it, I can imagine like how it feels. Yeah, there's enough and, give, yeah. you know, that it feels a little like a brush, but I don't feel like it's messy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. All over I the place. I do know what you're saying. So. I know we both like kind of a thin, a thin line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm just riding right. with it. <laughs> I know it's your she's she's demoing it for all of you guys even though you can't see it but she's doing a little demo of it. so anyway well, well thanks so much y'all. for listening to season two yeah y'all thanks y'all for That's listening right. to season two and um if you enjoy our podcast just mm-hmm. leave a review and a comment yeah. that really helps us out um going into our next season we'd love to continue to grow we're gonna have more guests and of course, continue to talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. Bye.